Okay, so I'm the most sober I've been in 12 years, exactly. Because I started getting, like, started yeah. hitting the ganj at 14. Oh, that's so yeah. I know, I know, oh I know. God. It's so bad. It's hard. like northwest suburbs, though. I mean. If you, if you live in the north, if you, like, are from suburban Chicago, and probably from Chicago, Chicago, and your parents were, like, part-time parents... Yeah, like I both didn't have of them worked. I yeah, had, like, I had part full time. No, I had. I had like yeah, yeah. I had like part time parents that were like strict about all the wrong <laughs> things, and then like <laughs> like what, like uh, you know, they were really like into trying to shape <clears throat> what I would end up doing with my life, which worked out terribly. Sure. They were like wanted to like shape my ultimate career, but never went to parent teacher conferences, so we're like completely unawares of like the report card schedule. Jesus, I so I always was able to like get to the mailbox before them. I know I would have killed for that. Do you know that kids now their parents can check their grades like all the time? That's insane. If I lived in that area, I mean, I I wouldn't want to do that if I was a parent. Like, if I'm micromanaging that that much, like, there's going to be something that I focus on and, like, I don't know, make, like, a bigger deal than it actually is. Sure, but I I use it to guilt parents. They're, like, they're coming and they're, like, they're, like, what are his grades? And I'm, like, "Uh, you can check anytime you want at powerschool.com. Really? Yeah, yes. absolutely. Okay, that sounds awesome. Yeah, then I don't I don't have to give anyone a report card. I just am like, you know, oh. you can have it on an app on your phone. Do you know what I mean? Wait, you, are there no report cards? There, there are. There's, but they're only for like report card pickup. So like when you oh. come in, and if you come in and get a report card, I think they do still mail report cards home if you don't show up. But it's just, it's not, it doesn't have the importance that it used to have. Sure. Like you could go for a semester and just be fucking up all semester, and mm-hmm. no one, you know, parent, no, your parents they have, would no, have no idea because you come home and you smile, and they're like, "How's school?" And you're like, "It was great." Yeah, yeah. I'd be, I would like make up grades. I'm like, you know, it's funny because I would like make up good bad grades. I'd be like, "Oh man, Dad, I'm getting a B minus," even though I could really be getting yep. like a D That's, plus that because smart, I hadn't like, showed up. That was in, a like, smart thing to do. Three weeks to that class. Jesus. No, I would yeah. get mine every once in a while. I would get home before my parents because they were teachers too. So it was like, mm, yeah. oh, like whose who oh, schedule is like yeah. you can get home faster. But uh, I used to take them, and then it was like a big deal to like scan them and then bring them into uh, MS Paint and then Ooh, change nice. the grades. So you never like go too far. You never like you make everything A's. That's crazy. Yeah, no, no, you're yeah. not a not a fool. Yeah. The funny thing is though that they. Like announced to us at the daycare where our our daughter's enrolled. Mm-hmm. Note that she's like ten months and one day old. Yeah, so, so not really learning. No, no, facts I mean, and they're, figures to like, like measure anything like, by. You know, making fart sounds with their mouths yeah. and like, you know, like <laughs> s- s- m- making markers make sounds. I, I don't right. know. They're they're not doing anything. But they notified us that they're going to be giving a report card at the end of this week. And I'm like, what? What is that even What for? a waste of fucking paper. A total yeah. waste of paper. What we Is it like tummy time is going well? Like, that's stupid. I don't know. What we've surmised is that it's essentially going to be a judgment on our parenting. Yeah, it's a report card for <laughs> us, for yeah. sure. I'm pretty certain because they've like already more what than once me guilted out. me about like weird shit i bet they have some sort of metric they have to hit like any like a noble school you know what i mean I yeah, bet they're, they're like, like they're like your kid doesn't oh, yeah, your sense. kid doesn't chew well enough i'm like uh, she's learning that just feels like they're just like 
straining or putting kids through a strainer to like find the autistic ones like early on. Do you know sure. what I mean? Like, but that's that that third world toughness, you know, that they mm-hmm. bring, and that's you want that because if uh, the alternative is like, you know, like a, a someone we know from comedy. Do you know what I mean? Like that's like the alternative, and not that I don't yeah. love and appreciate the all that they've done to help. You say that like they're listening to this. They don't have time between. Sleep There's no and fucking way that week. yeah. That, I, I don't. <laughs> I mean, but I mean, I'm just being like just to be 100. Sure. You know, um, but at the same time, it's like they're never gonna like give your baby grit. They'll be nice to your baby, <laughs> but they're never gonna teach your baby to like walk and shit. Do you know what I mean? No, like never. Absolutely. These people are pushy. You know what I mean? And, and I don't like it for me. No. But I'm glad that they're doing it for my for daughter. You, okay. You know? But sure. they're, they're a little pushy because they're kind of lazy. Like, they want her to be, like, completely feeding herself now. But she's 10 months old. Yeah. And I'm like, because they don't, they want to be able to transition her onto, like, their menu and not the food that I bring for her. Sure. You want to play the, the opening song? Yeah, let's do it. So And uh, it's weird. It's so, it's super weird. Hey, you're listening to another episode <laughs> of Impress Me With Music. I'm one of your hosts, Mary Nohovsky. And I'm Dave Metz, her husband. Yeah, my husband, Dave Metz. And uh, we got a guest in the house. What's up? Uh, uh, what's up, everyone? Hell yeah. And, uh, I'll let this song play for like, the uh, 30 seconds we always do. That's uh, Jermaine's interlude by DJ Khaled, believe it or not, featuring J. Cole. I know, right? DJ Khaled, a spicy meatball. This is a a DJ Khaled song. This is before he said he wasn't eating pussy. I forgot about that. Just keep that to yourself. I'm sure like a lot of people don't do lots of things sexually. Yeah. Also, come on. I, I don't believe I believe that he says that and then he goes home to his wife and he goes yeah now, now nobody thinks I'm doing this you know what I mean? the joke is, is that nobody believes he doesn't do anything yeah. <laughs> he's fully failing like his weight watchers like dude I think he's <laughs> but you know what he's great <laughs> I'm trying to think of a thing that you could say for weight watchers that sounds like we the best <laughs> Okay, um, I've got a pretty wild piece of music here that is an hour old off the press. Oh, shit. Do you want to bring this up right now in our intro? Do you want to hold on to it until we get to the I beginning wanna, of the podcast? I want to excite people enough. Give, give us a preview. Okay. Um, it's got Kid Rock, Kanye West, and Whoa. Donald Trump. I don't like this. Those are my three favorite people. And the... Those are the three heads on the Mount Rushmore of, <laughs> Dave of, the, of me, yeah. And so, so stay tuned, because it's going to be a hot app. Alright, 
You stumble across a very intelligent podcast listener. What do you do? Uh, I ask if they've ever heard of desks and day jobs. Roll for insight. Oh, they haven't, and they yes. want to know more. I tell them Destined Day Jobs is a D&D podcast that takes the humdrum life of four office workers and injects it with magic, adventure, and hilarious antics. All right, roll for perception. Yes. Oh, that's, uh, they're definitely Why? interested. Uh, I grab their phones and subscribe them to Destined Day Jobs on iTunes, SoundCloud, and the Machine Culture website. Roll for sleight of hand. Oh, that's a critical hit. Yeah. yeah. They're subscribed. Do they have a dog? Uh, can the dog listen to the podcast? Uh, yeah. Roll for animal handling, I guess. Well, that doesn't work. Uh, uh, but they're still interested in destined day jobs. Yeah! 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 Desks and day jobs. Now part of the Machine Culture Collective. Hi, I'm Martha Reddick, and I'm the host of the podcast Chronicles of Nannia, a nanny resource podcast made for nannies by me, a nanny. Each week on Chronicles of Nannia, I'm joined by a guest to discuss topics related to nannying. From how to build the perfect fort to how to legally pay your taxes, we cover it all. If you've ever accidentally told your friend, I need to potty, this podcast is for you. See you on the playground. You remember this one? Yeah, dude. I was trying to get him an Apex tunnel a little bit. Apex Twin is not for everybody. It's not for everybody. My brother very much got me into it. Yeah, I got into Apex Twin from like older friends, like people older than my sister. Hold on. Guys, guys. Okay. So, Mary, you. You It's your podcast. You said it was working. Yeah, well, we haven't started recording again yet, though. Hold on. I got to pause this. I got to mute this TV. And then what's the song called? Rubber John. Rubber Johnny. This is such a creepy movie. It's the creepiest. Um. No. Is that it? Is this it? No. No, because there's like a weird intro. Right? So it's like oh, the talking. What? Rubber Johnny by Aphex Twin, right? Mm-hmm. How do you spell Johnny? J O. That's that's H-N-N-Y. it. N N Y. That's not it's not on Spotify, so we're gonna have to. Alright, we'll put it off the TV then. Alright, hold on. Or you could pull that up on your yeah. computer and just sync it on like YouTube. Oh. No, no, do it there, do it, do it. Alright, but well, then we no, gotta we gotta. Go. Oh, we're gonna do plugs while the while the as soon as we. Oh, perfect. Um. So if you have. Shit, you want to plug? Plug. That's when we'll, we'll be like plugs are coming up. All right, let's see here. All right. Now, how are you feeling? You're like thirty. You feeling okay? You feel well? Can I get you something? You want a glass of water? Getting anywhere, are we at the moment? Are you seeing something? Is there something you see over there? What do you what see the there? Jimmy? What's this about, Mama? Is this your mother? What's the matter? Do you want Mama to come in? Ah. Don't breathe like that. Jesus. You feel really strange. 
on at the end. Okay, now I get it. That kind of, See that? Rubber Johnny? See? Yep, yep, yep. I, oh, I love British slang. It barely makes sense. It's like, what what it's you, know what they call, you know what they call Americans? What? Seppos. Because what? septic tank rhymes with yank. Dude, that sucks. I know, right? fucking degrees of nonsense. Stupid. Boo. And the people are supposed to know what that means? Hang on. Thank you. Um, okay, so... Oh, it's like a weird wolf thing. No, there he is. Uh, okay, do you want me to tell you about the concept for Rubber Johnny? Yes, please. Yeah. The concept for Rubber Johnny came from Cunningham's imagining a raver morphing as he danced. Uh, Johnny is an isolated, deformed, possibly hydrocephalic teenager kept in a wheelchair and locked in a dog Okay. What do you think it's Ah, man, I don't know that I ever did enough drugs to uh, <laughs> totally appreciate this. Or maybe, I don't know, if I was on Molly right now, maybe I'd be like, hell yeah. I think maybe. No, man, that's too freaky. Yeah, I'm freaked out right now. I'm freaked yeah. out. It's well, like, super sober. It's real, like, yeah, it's real Halloween-y. Yeah, it's the fact that his head's so big and weird. People could make shit like this, and it was really artistic. Yeah, it was amazing, and I still remember it. Yeah, like, like a bunch of times on MTV too. Well, Mary, talk to your mic a little bit more. Oh, Let's... sure. Am I? Is this working? Yeah, I can turn it up if you want to lean back. But... Sure. Sorry, I'll get a little closer. It's totally fine. Up. Oh, oh. Just did a bunch of blow. Yeah, he just did right. it. Or not. Or or Molly. Or Molly. Maybe, you what, know? what did he snort it? Yeah, he just snorted it. You can snort Molly though. Hey, I hey listeners, you can also snort Molly. You can do whatever you want. Man. Someone who isn't me tried to snort Molly once and it <laughs> got kind of gunky and turned into a chalk, chalky kind of paste in the nostril. Yeah, that makes sense. Uh, well, this chihuahua is freaking me out now. It was just a, so it's less that Robert Don is freaking you out and more that chihuahua just in the nighttime. Uh, gross big eyes. I'm kind of. I'm kind of. We were supposed to do plugs. Oh, yeah, sure. Oh, yeah. Plugs. <laughs> oh, fuck. Uh, this is too captivating. All right, Meredith, you go first. Uh, what am I plugging? Oh, me. Whatever you want. Just whatever. I Literally want. anything. Um, I don't know. You can come to my house for Halloween. I got the full-size bars this year. Um, you can also come see Chicago Underground Comedy every Tuesday at the Beat Kitchen, 9 p.m. Uh, okay, can I can I push you into another plug? Yeah. So Meredith does something pretty awesome that I mostly know about because I stalk her on the internet. 
Um, but you are a mentor for yeah. a pretty sweet nonprofit. It would be tight if you could talk a little bit yeah. about that. So I'm uh, the creative director for a program called AG47. It is an arts mentorship program pairing like working female artists, whatever that means to you, with like teen girls essentially, or like also. You know, we're opening up that language right now for, like, transitioning teams and the like. But, uh, yeah, uh, we do art based on a theme for, like, four months out of the year. And then we have, like, a really big art show. And all the money goes back into the program. But we're having a fundraiser for Asada's Daughters, which is, like, kind of... Um, I love Carney Asada. <laughs> give them all the money. It's, like, uh, it's a chapter of... Black Lives Matter is for like young black women and girls. Essentially, a mentorship program as well. So, who's Asada? Uh, I don't know who Asada is. Mm. I, I believe someone like mythical. If I'm being oh, really? Oh, so it's, okay. I think I don't think it's one woman's daughter. So it's just sort of like oh, I hear you. It's kind of like of Sisters of Mercy shirt. or something. <laughs> yeah. Ooh, sorry. Oh, what? Sorry, I'm sorry. What do you guys have to plug? Um, yeah, what are you playing, Dave? I'm going to be at the Crossroads Comedy Festival this weekend. Hey. If you're in Indianapolis, come check me out. Um, <laughs> you know, I don't know any of the venue names. Uh, you're going to have to look that up yourself. Um, this is on you guys? Yeah, I think I'm performing at 9 o'clock both nights, which is going to be real awesome on Sunday night. Because hot That's crowds. That's when people want to party. Yeah, Indianapolis, Sunday night, 9 p.m. The party is on. As we know from Chicago comedy, all the best shows are on Sunday night. Yes. There's never been a bad show on a Sunday night. Did you know that? No, there's never, never once been a bad never show. Never in the history of Chicago. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so you're doing cool shit. Right, what, yeah. what else? I mean, you plugged uh, Chicago Underground Comedy. Oh, I got Late Late Breakfast now. I'm hosting Ooh. Late Late Breakfast. Uh, Are you repl- who'd you replace? Tyler or the replaced, other guy? Uh, I have replaced Danny. Ooh. As it turns out, uh, Megan Stelter has replaced Tyler Jackson. Interesting. Yeah. Ah. She was she was way on the tech the tech end this time around, which I was not expecting. Is that every Saturday or is that only no, like once a month? No, first Saturday of the month oh. at the hideout. Who's making the pancakes? Um, right now our girlfriend Paula's doing it, but we're opening it up to whoever wants to do it. All right, perfect. So, it's so if an, you it's ever wanted to kind of open call, if you want to make pancakes for late late breakfast, um, does your daughter point. feel like she has the motor skills for flipping, mixing, oh, for sure. <laughs> I, uh, a hot griddle? Probably not. <laughs> probably not. But uh, you know, she's she's getting there. She's before, advanced. Before this before this ends, real quick. This is uh, that Tom Petty song that Dave Agnetti told us to listen to. Oh my god, okay. Uh, What do you you guys think of this? I feel like uh, it's that in-between music, like, on the way from Home Depot to Jewel. (laughs) Like, it's just whatever's on the radio. I feel like what it did was it uh, it helped me like come down from Rubber Johnny. Which <laughs> that's the opposite of Rubber Johnny. Yeah, yeah. But I like, but I like came down too hard, and now I'm like crashing, and I got like heartburn and a weird headache from uh, from this Lacroix. Yeah, dude, we're all pretty wasted on this shit. Yeah, I'm like 
humble. Like I'm still a little. I I think I I accidentally took too much CBD because uh, very relaxed. <laughs> well, yeah, because when when okay. when, it, when you knocked it over, I, I scooped it up and just put it in my mouth. I did knock over Dave's CBD. No, no, no I don't care that you did. I'm not no, like, putting on blast he, or anything. He, he smeared his hands all over the floor and, and then put both of his hands in his mouth. Yes. Like them, like something. I don't like to waste. Say, like a, a toddler. Drops. Yeah, like, yeah, like a, okay. to- a toddler who dropped like uh, the one ice cream cone they're allowed a week because <laughs> they have like a sugar. I just they have like sugar control problems. I, yeah, I just like immediately like slipped back into like being a drug. I was like, oh no 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 no, 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 no give it. Don't it's worry, we good. fixed it. What is too much CBD doing to you right now? Um, I'm hella chill, dude. Okay, that's great. That's wonderful. It's so interesting to like see people that were like too heavy users just be like, oh man, I'm like, this LaCroix is really bumming me out and there's too much CBD in our lives. I totally fucking get that. Like now, because I, I don't do drugs anymore and like we're cutting back on drinking and I stopped smoking, so, like, I did take a hit of wheat the other day. It was just like, oh, I wonder what this is going to feel like. And then I was like, you have been so fucking high for <laughs> most of your life, you dumb bitch. And it was just like, you're fine. It's one hit of a mixed indica. Like, God. Oh, wait, indica is the one that makes your mind go crazy, right? No, no that's sativa. Indica is um, just the one I that makes you straight. sleepy. You do have to keep it. <laughs> indica makes you sleepy. Yeah, indica makes Indi- you sleepy. Indica couch. That was, who yeah, said in- that? In the couch. Somebody said that. And, uh, that sounded like But you know the problem? The problem with sat, uh, sativa is it sounds like sat. So that kind of confused me because you sat sure. on the couch. Uh-huh. No, but like you sat on the couch, then you started like fidgeting, and then like you really didn't want to be on there anymore. <laughs> you took and a then, walk. And then Indica's like, yo, you in the couch. Like melted into it. Yeah. Shit, we have, uh, you didn't let me plug anything. Okay, well, I didn't stop you. Do you want me to play another song? I want to plug my heart and my soul. I love this podcast. Do you want, do you want me to play this and, and, and you can you can keep plugging? No, I want to I want to plug our, our podcast to people. Uh, well, if they're listening right now, they're already listening to the podcast. Hey, you can uh, find <laughs> this on iTunes, which you probably already did. Rate, review us, give us five stars. We're redacting the whole Starbucks gift card thing because fuck, <laughs> fuck that. No one no one claimed it. Uh, where you have a Facebook page, follow Dave on Twitter. Please don't follow me on Twitter. Um, I'm trying to start a professional career. And now we have one of... We have a... Do you guys have a Twitter for the podcast? We don't have a Twitter for the podcast. We have, we have an Instagram. Instagram. We have okay. an Instagram. Words you know, are lame, man. I like pictures. I don't... I like pictures. I like, I like, Instagram yeah. is the perfect social media platform. I missed, um, I missed tweeting. Like I just like missed that entire boat when it happened. I was like... I don't get it either. This isn't going to take off. And then... Uh, yeah, like, same. Yeah. And then I'm with our, you know, our friend Dan Sheehan was at my house yesterday. And I just, you know, I get like an alert sometimes when he tweets. And it was just oh, like... yeah, because he's got that wolf. Yeah, he was like 1,700 people have liked this thing from an hour ago. No, it's his regular Twitter. His regular Twitter is getting yeah. that much action? Jeez. Yeah. That's because wolf Twitter wolf leaks, Twitter, yeah. leaks into, into mm-hmm. his regular Twitter. It's... Um, it's, it's kind baffling of to me. amazing that uh, the way to be a successful Twitter comedian is to create an animal personality completely separate from your actual self. Yeah, yeah that's what and Paul that's the Lindgren. only way to do it, young comedians. That's, 
Yeah, look, everything's been done. We've heard your complaining. We've heard your satire. We've heard your fucking puns, okay? Put on a fucking costume and pretend to be an animal. Please, uh, be a that's, giraffe. That's all that's left in comedy. How many of our friends play dress-up, like, once a week? Um, I mean, how many concept shows are there, right? Yeah, now? I know, right? I would say every single one of our... Literally, Dan was dressed up as a king on Monday. Yeah. Like, I, <laughs> yeah, we really just like dress-up. We've regressed... Cool we're like we're like all. Uh, I'm fine eight. with it. That was the happiest I've ever been in my life. When <laughs> my parents just let me loose in a basement with a bunch sure. of clothes. I did like that. It was good. Yeah. yeah. Uh, we've got a pretty. We've got a segment that we always do on here, Meredith, okay. and it's where I read uh, things that happened today in music. Okay. Do you, do you want to give me an artist? My phone. Um, I think that a good. You know, there's a, a muddy waters is going to be okay. a good. Is going to be a good. Ooh. This is like the fourth time muddy waters has come up. <laughs> Muddy Waters, uh, yeah, it's going to be some, some background tracking of this. Yeah. Okay. Today in music. In 1727, hot year, hot year. In London, Westminster Abbey, George Friedrich Handel's coronation anthem number four was performed for the first time. Wow. Wow! Yeah, wow. absolutely! Pretty, wow! Pretty big I wasn't stuff. sure what the reaction was until you <laughs> wow. gave it to me. Thank you. Uh, in 1940, another hot year. Glenn Miller recorded "Make Believe Ballroom Time" in New York City. You guys I'm know that track, song. "Make Believe Ballroom Time." Right? I know. I don't. Can, I love. Can we? Can we play "Make Believe Ballroom Time"? That song. I love it. "Make Believe, believe Ballroom Time," because apparently. Ball. <laughs> This is <laughs> so important. Room. You have one other ham that's not doing anything right now. Max. No, it's not. Is it? Does it even exist on the? I found it. Make believe ballroom time. Okay, so what's the thing about this? Uh, oh, hell yeah. Glenn Miller recorded this. I love Glenn Miller. He did in the mood. No, this is some good acting. I knew, I knew he was doing this. Oh! <laughs> now we're playing dress up. Oh. In 1969, Muddy Waters was seriously injured and three people were killed in a car accident near Chicago, Illinois. Never heard of it. Up. Yeah. Wait, so Muddy Waters killed some people? But like, no, which Muddy Waters was, day? was it 1994? I don't know, man. In 1975, Saturday Night Live was broadcast for the first time with George Carlin as the guest host. I knew that. He was the yeah. first guest. Yeah. We just went to the uh, museum, the Saturday Night Live museum exhibit at the what? Museum of Broadcast. Wait, really? Yeah, it's awesome. They have all the sets. How long, like is, this, how long is this going for? I think it's till December. Let's go see that. Yeah, we should go see that. It's awesome. So the performer was Janice Ian mm-hmm. and uh, Billy Preston. So they had like two, so they had two performers in the first one. I don't think I know Billy Preston. I don't know. Could, could one of you gals do an impression of, of George Carlin for me? Yeah, fuck. Shit, pussy. These are words you cannot say. I did a lot of coke, and uh, that's, that's yeah, right. yeah. now my daughter's got a show on Broadway. <laughs> yeah, I don't think it's on Broadway. I I think now my daughter's got a show on Off Broadway. <laughs> <laughs> 
I would have gone with, I'm an atheist, and I'm the only one. Oh, I'm so smart. <laughs> hey, come on. It was like 1990 or something. Uh, sure, sure. <laughs> Speaking of 1990, Nirvana had its first show with Dave Grohl on drums. Cool. And then in 2011, the single Young, Wild, and Free was released as a digital download by Snoop Dogg and Wiz Khalifa. I hate that song. Featuring Bruno Mars. Young and wild and free. It was for that movie they made where Snoop Dogg plays a high school student. Now, if you hated that song, yeah, and you, I hated, know. and you hated that movie, in 2014, the concert movie One Direction, Where We Are, the concert film was released in theaters. Huh. Which which one's One Direction? They're British, right? They're, they're British, yeah. They're the Brits. There is something, though, that I teased um, early on in our podcast, and I think I should go back to it, even though it made Meredith sad. Please. And that's that uh, Trump is going to be signing a music modernization act into law. What does that mean? Tomorrow. What does that mean? What does it mean? So it's a copy. You mean today? No, tomorrow. Today. I mean today. Yes. I mean today. Um, it's, so it's supposedly, it's all super vague. The bill was created to update copyright protection for songwriters and artists in the digital and streaming era. So what does that mean? No, what does that mean? That's an even further breakdown. Is it just like you're going to make Spotify more expensive? Like what? So I'm, I'm really not sure, but Kanye West and Kid Rock are going to be there. Great. No way. I would have never guessed. And Trump and Kanye already had a previously arranged meeting for lunch at the White House. Do you think they're like actually friends, or do you think this is like a weird, like mutual, like beneficial I feel relationship? Like I'm dreaming. Every day I wake up and I'm just like, sorry everyone, but like you're still a part of my weird fever dream. It's so weird. Kanye showed yeah, up Kanye to, uh, to IIT. My what? Can I call a college? I dropped out of my alma mater. Yes, absolutely. No. Yeah, he showed up at my all, alma mater and stood on the desks in one of the classrooms. <laughs> like, co captain by captain? Yeah. So, um, I mean, no, I'm not, I'm not kidding. She stood up on a desk. Uh, I should you not. I have to find this post because, like, there's, uh, there's, like, some kids. What do you guys think of this song while you're looking that up? Champagne and Reefer by Muddy Waters. Huh? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I mean, it's, it's pretty basic. Yeah, it's pretty basic. I like it, though. I feel like it inspired so much stuff that I'm like, oh, this has been done before. This you is know, like Percocet, Molly Percocet. He's like, <laughs> champagne and reefer, champagne and reefer. It's basically the same song. Basically. Also, I think the blues all sounds the same. Oh, yeah, that's why I stopped, that's why I stopped playing Hoochie Coochie, man. It's like, dang, 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 dang. All right, enough. It's, it's too much. It's Can- also a very, like, in-your-face riff. Yeah, can you believe that like that was like every blues song for like thirty years? years or something? Yeah, like people are like, yeah, yeah, I know how to do this. Give me this guitar. Bah, 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 bah. All right, yeah, just and then play. I'll just get my solo for like twenty minutes, and yeah. then uh, we'll pretend I'm talented. But these aren't even like this isn't even like a real solo. It is pretending you're talented. Mm-hmm. It's like that karate master that pretends to like have like a death touch. Do you know what I mean? It's like yeah, that's exactly what it fucking means. because when you go dun, 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 now there's nothing in the background, and then you can do bah, 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 you can do whatever you want in the interim. Yeah, because there's no backing track. That fucking cheat code, you know? Okay. <laughs> yeah, no, now I, I hate know the blues. Like, yeah. Boo! <laughs> All right, enough of the blues. 
Or do you? Okay, I am. Uh, I'm still. I'm still trying to. Okay, it's it's so close. I've almost found it. You've almost found it. All right. Well, let's wa- let's play Meredith's first song sure. then. And this is by Poolside. Poolside. You, you got anything you want to say b- about this before? It's I a little play? cover. Ooh. It's a cover of one of my favorite songs, but it's very updated. Okay, so while, while this is playing, I did I did find it. So here's a picture of Kanye standing on a desk. This really is true. No, no, there's Kanye, but he made people stand up. On oh, he made. This is I literally. He yeah, literally just know. saw Dead Poet Society. <laughs> On the plane ride to yeah. Chicago. And then he also stood up on a desk. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, he has to, right? Because uh, he's he also loves the captain, which is him. Right, he's the captain. He, exactly. then, he told people about how important design was and that they needed to be divine creatives or something like that. Cool. Wow, I, yeah, Thor. Well, see, and then... Uh, oh, oh, her, he's right well, you know, he just loves fashion and he's good at it too. And no one has ever disputed that. For I some feel like reason. he went to IIT because he knew that if he would show up to SAIC, he'd be technically an honorary degree. Yeah, like, that happened like the year after I graduated. He'd get like screwed out. And people were so upset. They were like, didn't even go here. Like, yeah, but yeah. He lots of people haven't gone to Harvard. He randomly showed up and made students tell him. How they hope to change and how they hope to change the world. So what was the he class? Was, like, was yeah. this he just walked into like a fucking like computer class? He's like, how will you change Fancy the world? Kanye! And everyone's like, wait, was this scheduled? What's going on? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like at, at her campus, and um I don't want this to come off like I'm saying something negative about immigrants, because it's not what I'm trying to say, but her <laughs> her school is all international students. So they probably don't know who Kanye West is. Sure. Um, Some I... of them might. No, I know a lot of, I would say a majority of our students at SAIC were obviously spoiled with kids, but the other half were Korean students. Sure. had a sister school there, and they uh, did not give a shit about uh, American or American culture. Yeah, they don't care. Yeah, They got their own vending machines with their own Korean snacks. (laughs) What's in this vending machine? Cabbage? (laughs) Spices. Get some spicy cabbage. Just full of cabbages. Yeah. (laughs) That's what Korean people eat, right? Yeah, and they all carry knives. Um, what else do I know? Oh, man, they love shooting up Virginia Tech. That's another thing I know about <laughs> Koreans. What else? Mary, what do you know about Koreans? Um, I don't know. I like kimchi a lot. All right. Let, well, let's play a little bit of, of Harvest Moon. The original Neil Young. Oh yeah. And what's the album? The, al- uh, the album's also called Harvest Moon. Yeah, it's also called Harvest Moon. Oh. Huh. So I was I just started getting into Neil Young like maybe like six months ago. Really? That was like the the stuff I was bottle fed. Really? Is this yeah. what you, your parents are into Neil Young? Oh yeah, Neil Young, John Prine. Somebody was just talking to me about John Prine I on love Monday. John Prine. I just saw him over the summer. I only know that that heroin song. It's literally the only song I know. Oh, him. really? The, um, the, what's it called? There's, There's a, a hole, hole in daddy's arm. arm. Yeah. Where the money goes. Yeah, that song's very depressing. It's very sad. So the thing about John Wright is that he's very funny. He's a funny lyricist. Really? Yeah, he's got like really 
great pull it. I should have put John Pine on here. And who's poolside? I don't know. Mary, you look at poolside. I'm gonna freeze. You look at poolside. I have no idea. I um I'm gonna look at poolside. I'm part of a Facebook group that is just people being able to be like kind of enthused about whatever they want and if like other people are excited about it you jump on board like it's it's a no arguing like this is what I'm listening to or reading wait really that exists yeah do you want to be a part of it um it's great so somebody can't troll it I will not troll it Uh, I will not invite Bobby Butts to be part of it thank you it's been hard because I feel like Bobby would really appreciate it but he would have to be serious about it um, and it's also a lot of your friends. So like our, our buddy Danny Moppin was like, what are, what are good covers? And I went on this like covers spree and ended up finding this one. And is, what, love it. What is your like all time favorite cover? That's a oh, that's hard question. It is a hard really question. hard question. Yeah, I, I don't know what I'm going to say. Let's, let's let Mary think about it for a second. Sure. So Poolside is an American in quotes, daytime disco group from Los Angeles, California. <laughs> Trap country. And just like create your own Done. weird subgenre. Yeah, it's super weird, right? How folk. Yeah. I uh, I found this website that was like every single type of music listed, and it's like a, a map of like how it all kind of fits together, and the names just get like super, super, super like weird and esoteric. But then they make like playlists for each one that you can download of like every single like, dream pop. Yeah, it's like creative writing meets like weird. Mood curation, like toddler pop. I'm so into it. Our our kid actually loves music, and the music that she loves the most is pretty much hip hop. Ratchet, ratchet ass hip hop. Do you think it's the like? No, she it's she the bouncing. Yep, she bounces. She bounces to it, and then she starts laughing. Yeah, it it calms um, her down. She falls asleep to it sometimes. I'm pretty sure really? you're accidentally gonna play Robert Johnny again right now on the TV, <laughs> and I, I can't do it. It's okay. I'll stop it. Um, all right. So that was a good. I like that good. That first pick was pretty good. Yeah. Poolside. It's that's comfy. smooth. Yeah, it's comfy. Yeah. I like comfy music for sure. Yeah, it's a good like um like if you want to like curate a mood like let's say you're opening a gallery let's say yeah. you know? <laughs> like what do we want to play that says we're not that's old a, and lame. It's but, a good like sitting on the dock with your friends sort yeah. of playlist. Which uh, speaking of, you did put a song by Otis Redding. I there. I did. But I don't like sitting back in the bay. I like Otis Redding a lot, though. You know what the, my favorite thing about that song is? Is how he died in between the second and third verse. It's so sad, right? I know. It's crazy. They literally just left in the whistles. They're like, we'll, we'll finish this up tomorrow. And then he died. He died that night. Yeah, and yep, then they just left the whistles in. Fucked up. Yeah. There was another pretty tragic, not exactly music-related death. Like 20 investors in Jewel. That like e sig. Oh yeah, what happened then? Died in like a limo accident. <laughs> Wait, the Wait. limo, the upstate New York one where they were yeah. going to a wedding. Uh huh. <laughs> the <Sorry>. vape people. <laughs> yeah. You're talking about the upstate New York vapes. Wait, you're talking about a bunch of vape bros got into a limo, a limo that bro. was unlicensed, driven by a man who didn't have a license. It I'm was vaping. Pretty sure. So apparently, mm-hmm. some of these people were investors in Jewel. The, like, Osco? I'm sure that they made a bunch of money. 
Uh, yeah, wait. I, people have been calling those jewels. I, I, J-U-U-L. Yeah, I don't know. I have no brand loyalty to... That's what my roommates mostly smokes with jewel. Because it's like short and it's square and it's cool looking and it's not the like entire rig that oh, people have. Oh, yeah. Actually, yeah. Aaron Sutherland had one of those once and I told him it looked like he was smoking. Did he a, even uh, smoke cigarettes? Yeah. Oh, yeah. He used to smoke like a chimney. It looks like you're smoking like a USB drive or something. No, it's, it's very so weird. Yeah. passengers. I, Jesus. This is why a car a should only hold four so people. Don't a get on a party bus. A lot of these, uh, like, giant stretch limos, though, are, like, ri- like, they're they're literally, like, some dudes, like, if I saw this car in half and put some <laughs> yeah. tubing in the middle, like, these aren't, these aren't, like, made. It's a dipshit's in, idea of luxury. Yeah, in and, like, <laughs> like tested, ride. tested yeah. by. What if by you made it longer? But you can't make the t- car too super tall. Have you ever seen like a stretch hummer or something like that where it's like, come on, it man. It hurts my heart to see those things. That's what, if you're like an oil baron, that's what you drive. Do you know what I mean? That's like, if your dad's a cop and you're going to prom. That, that's what you get. Like that's some Southside trash. Oh, yeah. Oh. Now my son, my son's going to be the coolest person. He's going to have a hummer. They don't even make that car anymore. I've been has, holding on to this one. been had since uh, 2004. I it's all dried is up. Is that, the gas a, is real sugared out. I don't. I feel like when I go back to Michigan, people think I have a Chicago accent. I catch myself you like. Have a little bit of one. I've lived here for way too long, man. How long have you lived here? It's been like seven years now. At yeah, this point. that's a, that's enough time to pick up an accent. I gotta go somewhere else, you know. I would say even like Mary's and I are are softer than yours. Yeah, you like leaned in too. You hard. leaned in hard on that. Hard. Yeah, you leaned in hard. really hard, and yeah, just. You caught the ball and you threw it. <laughs> now you you're going to the and you got some pap yeah. and Massacholis. Yeah. Massacholis, yeah, I love yeah. that. <laughs> you went, yeah, you went to Luminati's and you picked up a Massacholi and a uh, deep dish sausage pizza uncut with butter crust. Oh, that's luxury. And, yeah. and Sharon's coming to town. Yeah, so yeah, you got to pick one up. She's visiting from Pittsburgh. Now, yeah. she allowed, you know, you, you do the butter crust. Otherwise, you can do a gluten-free one. You're now. too, no, no you're no, too, this is Fargo. This no, is, you went I North Dakota. I can't yeah. stop myself. I just want to keep going north. I want to, like, I want to leave the country. I want to keep going J-Mo north. says that when I'm in Wisconsin, it gets, like, really harsh when I'm around, like, my family, and it's. All of a sudden, Wait, I'm is like, that where you're from? No, I'm from outside. Of, oh. I'm from Plainfield, Illinois. Okay, this, I was going to say, I thought you were from like Chicago. Yeah, I'm from around here, but my parents and my brother live up there. And, uh, where, where Where do they live? My parents live in a super small town called Bagley. It's like Ooh. population 135. How far north are we talking? Um, It's mostly west, so they oh. look at the Mississippi. So they're about four and a half hours away. Um, they retired there? Yeah. Huh. My brother's in Sheboygan. So this this song also like starts really slow. It's like a new Paul Simon song. Yeah, I can't believe this is Paul Simon. Yeah. And Nico Siegel, oh my god. Yeah. We talk about Nico Siegel all the time. He's a new media kid. Yeah, Donnie yeah, Trumpet. Donnie Trumpet, yeah. I, who I'm obsessed with. And Bobby Buds went to high school with him also. I swear to God, yeah. Because he went with Chance and all those Vic Mensa. They were all went to Jones at the he same went time. To Jones? Yeah, I know, right? Isn't that crazy? I know. <laughs> I know. That's what everybody thinks. I don't know if he graduated. I don't think so because it's selective enrollment. I think he. Yeah, he graduated from Wayne Tech. Yeah. He, he he transferred high schools, which without moving, like his parents didn't like move. They were just like, "We're done with you here. We did two years with you. Go to a different school." 
I don't know. That'd be the person to ask. She knows everything about all the selective enrollment. Audrey Jones. Oh, really? Yeah. What does she do? Well, she works now at, like, Triton. She's, like, the director oh, of man, I tried, to, I tried to get a job at Triton for forever. By forever, I mean two weeks. Yeah, Audrey helped me out. I didn't know I'm uh, making promises for you. It's okay. So. I'm, a, I'm a happy as a special education teacher. Out here, it's starting. Oh, oh, yeah. Yeah. Then Paul Simon comes in. It's the longest intro ever. Milwaukee man led a fairly decent life, made a fairly decent living, had a fairly decent wife. She killed him, a sushi knife. Now they're shopping for a fairly decent afterlife. Uh, he sounds like exactly the same. Yeah. That's so weird. Okay, this new track is an interpolation of two other Simon songs, The Werewolf and The Clock, both of which appear on the singer-songwriter's latest album, Stranger to Stranger. So weird. Oh, he's retiring. That's right, he's going to play his last concert yeah. ever in Queens, where he's from. Don't sing us a song. <laughs> we got it. Just like that Tom Petty song. Guys. It's just always the song in between. Yeah. Right? Ever, did you ever hear that Bob Dylan rapping one? I'm not going to play it. So bad. He was never actually really like singing, singing though. So that's why I think he gets out of like... Cause like his last like five albums, he's just like, now nah, you walk down the street. You know what I mean? Like, What's the fuck? You can't wait now. Like, what are you doing? That was a very good Tom Waits. If that's what you were going. I mean, my, is my voice that far? A little bit. Oh yeah. Yeah. For yeah. Can you not hear yourself? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes. It's getting worse. I've definitely n- noticed like kids like talking in the back of their mind, like I'm not doing what they're saying. Do you know what I mean? Like a kid will look at me, it's like I, just like mouthing words. I'm like I can't hear you. Yeah. Yeah. Just right? like one of those little ones. Or it's super big, like a big ear horn. What if I just made one that looked like a headphones and it looked like I was just DJing and just held it to my head and all, when I wanted to hear stuff? My dad's got super tiny ones, but he also just like never. To show people that he's seven. Wait, that's the opposite of how I would feel about it. I would not. I didn't want to wear my glasses at all, like when I got them, you know? Like, I tried yeah. to pretend like I was a guy that didn't need glasses. No, you're not that, though. I know, and I would be the same way. They don't way just with, give those out willy nilly to nerd people up. I remember when I, like, was kind of jealous of people that had glasses. So I thought it was cool. I faked an eye exam in eighth grade. No fucking and way. Then, like, one day in seventh grade, I was, like, sitting in the back of a classroom, and I, like, really couldn't read what was on the overhead projector, and then I was, like, complaining to a kid next to me, like, why is the fucking spot so small and blurry, and then he's, like, I can see it fine, and then I'm, like, oh my god, I'm about to get blessed. Yeah. It's happening. And then now, it's just, I treat them so poorly. 
I uh, I faked it because I had braces mm. and I wanted the glasses braces sort of like quintessential nerd thing. You wanted to be a nerd? Oh yeah, for sure. Were you into like anime? Oh, no, no, no. How old are you? Okay, I'm trying to think. You're only two years older than me. I mean, anime to... was around. What nerd shit were you into? Nerd... I was like a comedy nerd. I was into like SNL, and I was into Bukowski, uh... and I was into like Weeks. I'm Jack and Beat from you. Take a little bit of heat from you. I just want to play this. Am I frightening you? Shall I continue? This is Gene Grey. I'm into this. Featuring Chen Lo. It's called Threats. Oh, you like sample heavy hip hop? I love sample and we watched like a whole Vice thing on it. He sampled a bunch of like weird 60s psychedelic rock and like sampling like so many. That is really why I love Kanye so much. It was great. It was like early Kanye. Kanye can transform a sample into like a like a keyboard sound though. Do you know what I mean? He, he was very. He is. He's. There's no one samples better. Kanye invented chipmunking. Do you know what I mean? He was the first guy that slowed down the voice. Really? Yeah, dude. Because that was Kanye. Kanye, like, yeah. So that's how pervasive that that was at the time when he first chipmunk vocals. It was on Overnight Celebrity by um, Twista song. I can make you a celebrity overnight. So he just kind of he did the beat for that basically. I think he's in the music video. This was just when he was kind of starting to come from the background, but. That was so influential in Chicago. Every producer started doing that in Chicago to like copy off of him. And uh, there's a song actually called Spaceship Part 2, which is like Al- uh, Alex Wiley and Chance the Rapper. And it's them trying to do the chipmunk chipmunky sound. You know what I mean? Like when they were in like high school. Um, yeah, I mean like... And not, I don't want to be like... Uh, I, I talk about Kanye way too much. We've already okay. talked to him about 15 minutes. You know? Yeah, we're like, we're so over you, Kanye, because you're a kookadoodle. And then... well, I think just like get back on your mat. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Yeah, I don't know what's going on. I think I he think might be trolling us. A couple of years, though. I, yeah, he's either trolling yeah. for attention because like he he just plays the media so fucking well. Let's let's not forget this is the guy that like ran up on stage and like took yeah. an award from Taylor Swift, and he's married to a a person that got famous from a sex tape. I mean, like, let's not pretend like this is not. Exactly what he does. Oh, you know what I mean? It's so weird. I forget that about Kim Kardashian all the time. There is an mm-hmm. entire billion dollar empire now called the Kardashians because Ray J stuck his fucking dick in someone. Like, that's cool. Yeah, and the sex tape is like so stage is ridiculous. She's yeah. like mostly dressed. Like, I mean, yep. she's in like a bra and panties the whole time. Yeah, and she's just, like, oh, showing Ray her back. Ray J feels like, from the side. so good. Yeah. This feels so good. This feels amazing. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, it's like the It's like, thank you. It's like, no um, one's. It's like, could no you let this lady sex. out of jail? That was the first time she pitched it. <laughs> She was like, I'll just put it in the Ray J porn. I yeah. really don't like how close I'm getting to the White House. It makes me uh, uncomfortable. That would be like if I was getting close to the White House. 
Yeah, like, it's, I feel people like, don't want my I feel like anyone get close to the White House. Like, I feel like if I wrote like a sincere email right now, to, like, <laughs> you have a 50 50 chance. Whitehouse.gov, like, yeah. like really applauding a president, but in like, uh, if you also in, said like, a like, well thought out way, I'm Russian. Yeah, yeah, um, do that. I would love to just come like chill sometime. They'd be like, yeah, yeah cool, yeah, that's cool. Yeah, be like, I'm gonna come representing the Chicago comedy community. <laughs> you know, I I feel like I would get in. Like I would 100%. get, I would get in, and I would get to eat like meatloaf, ketchup, or some like disgusting ass shit. Yeah, I heard that, you. Can you imagine the White House chef now? And I was like, no, what? Meatloaf with ketchup? No. Ketchup. Have, have you uh, heard about his like weird food? So he's afraid people are going to poison him, which is why he loves McDonald's. Oh my god! Isn't but that McDonald's crazy? literally is poison. It <laughs> really is. I mean, but look at his body. But he's a big diet coke person. Oh god! I work with like a big diet coke person, and I'm like, <sighs> I-, I thought sig- you know cigarettes signify a weakness of character. It's no, like, it's yeah. diet coke. People that sure. are addicted to diet coke and they're like, uh, I just need my diet coke. But also the people that are so addicted to Diet Coke that they also have a preference for getting it from McDonald's. It has to be from McDonald's. Yeah, I used to be one thing. of these people like Dude, in my twenties. What is it? There why? is. I swear to God, there's something in the aspartame that they like. Yeah, it's addictive. In. I think. But they, yeah. That's why didn't they? There was something they put in it before. Well, first it was cocaine, right? And then there was another chemical well, they added. Cocaine, yes. <laughs> Can you believe? Well, what if they were still doing that and just lying about it? Do you know what I mean? I would be fine with it. That sounds amazing. Yeah. It's the same GRE book. Hell yeah. I do, mean, but the people, you can have mine if you want it. Nope, I don't want it. I <laughs> the people that I just wanted to say something about that last artist, Jean Grey, real quick. So, um, Jean Grey grew up in the Chelsea Hotel. That's why I was telling Mary the other day about Jean Grey. Both of her parents are musicians. That's so cool. I know, right? Wouldn't that be the shit to grow up in the Chelsea Hotel? Maybe. Yeah, I don't know. Move into a motel. Hope that everyone that's your neighbors are going to be famous. Yeah, 15% of any... Blame like, your musicians. Like, a lot of people OD'd on heroin in that building. Do you know what I mean? Like, that was like... Yeah. It was not like a place of Isn't means. Isn't that where John Lennon got shot? No, he got shot in front of the Dakota at 72nd and Park. Central Park West. Good money. God damn. <laughs> I love this. <laughs> Yeah, we've like loved them for a while and we just forgot it was pre-podcast. Yeah, so Isaiah Rashad is um he's a member of TDE with like Kendrick Lamar, but he's just not he's like slept upon. They don't promote him, like he's never I've never heard him on a Kendrick Lamar song. I'm not saying he's never done one. I don't recall him being at a school by Q song or a J Rock song. Let's uh, let's let's give it a let's give it a uh, it's it's thirty second right. due. I know about head bitch and she ain't worth shit. Trying to serve me papers and suck my dick. Trying to take my son, bitch you ain't worth rocks. Let me ease my mind, let me kill my lungs. I don't know your name, I forgot that shit. I'm for real four times. Yeah, I won't lose my grip before I turn Cobain. I don't know, what do you think of this, Amanda? Uh, I'm into it. Yeah. I, uh, 
I feel like this is like a song that I throw on the playlist halfway through because it like hits the mood right, but like I don't totally invest in. Yeah, well, it is it is very mood music right? at its core, right? Pockets full of money, goddamn. Them niggas might smile when they and, uh, see a nigga the, made the it back right. home. Pockets full yeah. of money, well, goddamn. Them niggas like, might huh, smile when they see him. Well, but I, I, I wouldn't just assume that he's rapping from his perspective because he is with that crew of like, like Kendrick Lamar, like, you know, creates a story over the course of an album, and I think the last Isaiah Rashad album. Was kind of got had a little sort of story arc to it, and so I just because he sang some like really awful shit, I don't, I wouldn't immediately be like, oh, he's that's he's endorsing this position or something like that, you know? Um, okay, shit, man, we're already at like, uh, I guess I'm gonna cut out like a few minutes at the beginning, so I miss right now. Um, I kind of want to play Gildy Simpson, all right. Um, this is like one of your pump up songs. Yeah, this is one of my pump up tracks. And you you said JMO? JMO got me into Guilty Simpson. Even though he's from Detroit, JMO was into him when I moved here. Oh, this is definitely JMO music. Yup. Yeah. I can do no wrong. There's a lot of Wait, what are you going back to school for? You told me, but I forgot. Education. Education. Yeah. Oh, you joining the family biz? Oh my god, the yoga teacher today, uh, somebody got into a pose and he just went, nice. <laughs> I hate a fucking male yoga teacher more than anything. And you can be a dippy, like, white girl that says all the Indian words wrong. I don't care. Right. If you're a dude, I'm not into it. I don't think I've ever had a male yoga teacher. Where like do you go? Uh, Bucktown Athletic Club. Uh, um, I think this is a good time to also... Oh, like, yeah. Segment of mine I'm that, so excited for that. I'm introducing on the podcast. <laughs> this could be <laughs> anything. This could be anything. So, recently, uh, I've acquired uh, a retail therapy addiction that I'm using to fill the void in my life. It's nice, right? And so, I'm not even certain anymore what I've ordered on Amazon because I buy things half awake. And usually under the guise that there's something wrong with me and that I need a new item. So um, this is a little segment out there for everyone that's still listening called What Did Mary Buy from Amazon? we got two boxes here. All right. I'm going to open them with my bare hands, not even a knife. We're just doing oh, straight, she's straight, straight, straight. All right. What do we got here? Uh, retinol cream. Hey, you don't even have any wrinkles. Uh, I found a line... 
I don't even know what that is. Uh, it has retinoids in it. And, uh, Isn't that a part of your eye? That's a... No. <laughs> no I, mean, I, know, I know it's not, but... It's, uh, retinol. It fights it. it Sounds like fentanyl. Uh, yeah, it's basically fentanyl. Fine line. Um, I'd like to do a line of this retinol. Okay, so it wants me to wash and pat dry my skin and then apply to my face, neck, and decolletage. What yep. the fuck is a decolletage? That's your... It's right here. Yeah. Just under your neck. Uh, so this is the part that you can tell, like, that ages you, like, a motherfucker. Oh, like, your hand. You ever see, like... Like your aunt's old got hands. old yeah, titties, I've seen the yeah. and it's just like super wrinkly. Yeah. Yeah. Shit. Okay. Man, so you always end up seeing old titties. Um, I'm gonna, Everything. I'm gonna put this. Uh, I'm gonna put this on my body later. Okay. What um, else? What else did you get in your cool. stocking? All right. So this is box one. I've also got some UV daily broad spectrum SPF. Oh, I need some of that. You to have the SPF. <laughs> yeah, you gotta you know, do that. Gotta keep. Gotta keep things right in the sun. I got one today uh, from Amazon that I forgot that I ordered, which was a French moisturizer, and I can't fucking read anything on it. But uh, well, we it works. we have German baby food. So yeah, I've, uh, I've, <laughs> my parents just flat out just said they would not use it. They were like, I don't know what this is. I cannot read the box. <laughs> that's so angry. Maybe that's, that. that's bullshit. It's organic. They have higher standards in the EU. That's true. Mary's really going at right. this box. Yeah, you this ripped it like, open like a chimp. This yeah. is like Christmas. What oh, oh, what is this? It's an epilator. What, what is, is an epilator? Yeah. It's a hair removal system. Oh, shit. Open it up. I want to see. So it is like not waxing and not tweezing, but it is kind of tweezing. It like just, it rolls over and eats hair basically it rolls it over, rips it out it, it, yeah it rips it essentially it rips out your fucking hair hell yeah i'm super into this and Let's i don't and, and, and like my skin my skin is too is too sensitive for shaving apparently what i read and this is what's really wrong with me i remember buying this now mm-hmm. uh, this is extremely the silk appeal nine yeah, it's it's super painful. That's the uh, whole thing. Apparently, this is about the most painful thing you can do to your skin. Not why? Right. Why are you, did you buy it then? Because uh, it re- effectively removes hair like a wax would for up to four weeks, and it can remove hair in weird places, which it, starts to happen. It, they age. say four weeks, but it's like you pluck your eyebrows sometimes, right? Like yeah. I pluck my eyebrows sometimes, and then like a day or two later, I'll see like a shit ton just grow back. I have a bunch of chest hair right here also, which I pluck out and comes back. Just I've recently started black. getting I've recently started getting some stuff and uh, after having a kid, got got weird things happening in my body. It's an incredible time for women's bodies, let it's, me tell you. Uh, they do the grossest things. So I've been saying that since I was five. Uh, I <laughs> just women's bodies. Yeah, they get cooties. Yeah, they're gross. <laughs> so I spent uh, three digits. Whoa! What the fuck? On this system. We have a child. Yeah, and uh, that child doesn't want a hairy mommy. I just want to yeah. go ahead and say that Dave started this. I did not start Dave. anything. <gasps> you started Dave. this when he started buying himself self-care That's true, yeah. I got way too into the self-care. Shea butter and all kinds of strange hey, oils. There's and no so two I went. It. I'm into I it. I went, and I got... The, that that's my box that of so horrible. I'm afraid of death. Yeah, honey, we all are, but like, you know, just get some lotion. I'm just a lotion just, bitch. You know, definitely not gonna 
you having less hair is not going to stop death. Yeah. Yeah. Lots of hairy people die. That's something or that I've had to come to people, terms sorry. with. Where oh. it's like, if I wear those dumb sheet masks, it's not going to slow down my dad dying. Oh, man, I should have brought some shove. Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> you know who does a clay mask now? Joe McMahon. He does a clay mask. Honey. Well, he's dating now. What? He's got a girlfriend. Yeah. What? I don't want to get too gossy. We're breaking it <gasps> live on the pod. Shut up. Oh, that's so exciting. Yeah, she's age appropriate. What? Well, yeah, I know, right? You know what? I don't think he's 19. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's a real rough 19. You know this? Yeah. Hold on, let me see if I can find the music video for this. This is her first album, I think. Yeah. Milkshake, I think. Oh, this is the Hype Williams video. Shit. Oh, fuck. Whatever happened to Hype Williams? Look it up. Colorful eyes. Very, but it was like all the way up. Yeah, and he like really downplayed the eyebrow. Yeah, the eyebrow was just part of the overall design. I'm excited for years in the future when people do a period piece on like giant Instagram brows like everyone had. Oh, those eyebrows. Oh, shit, yeah. Dude, my mom got her, my mom got her eyebrows tattooed. Wait, really? Your mom has face tattoos? I didn't know that. Yeah. I do now. I've known I've known the woman for like almost three years. So this is a Pharrell beat. Also, this is one of Pharrell's yeah, early yeah. things. Pharrell doesn't do that. No, he fucking does not. Don't talk about my hero that way. to kill somebody wearing a choker. You can just pull you just it. put your hand in. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's it. I thought about how someone would kill me. There we go. Yep. 
Um, speaking of walking down the street and getting killed, I thought I was going to get shot by the Rogers Park shooter on my way up, but I, I literally got it in my head. I'm like, he's coming to buck down. Yeah, he's for sure coming someplace. Where is he? I don't know, but the, whenever these horrific things happen, the police are always like, calm down, we got it. And then like a month goes by and everyone forgets. Yeah, did you guys know that there's just some serial killer on the south side? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, has been for years. Like lighting prostitutes on fire and yeah. garbage cans. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. It's fucked up. Um... Um, we lived in, when we lived in McKinley Park. A woman's head got chopped off and left in the man-made lagoon. And oh, it's a great lagoon. Though. It was great. Yeah. We live on the very edge of the park. We live there like 37, and we live like 37 in Hoy. Like we're at Hoy now, you know. Oh shit. We shouldn't say anything more about where we live. Oh no no. Okay, so it's two. <laughs> yeah, maybe. I don't want to edit this. Just, All right, fine. Don't, just don't be a, a dick. Yeah, but they did nothing. That's my point, though, right? Uh, I checked that in on it like three months later. So Mary and I actually tried to write a screenplay based around it. And, um, okay, that's solid. That's a good premise. Yeah, it seems like a good premise, yeah. yeah. And, but then it didn't fucking go anywhere. Like, we were like, oh, yeah, we'll follow the story. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And it, like, literally went nowhere. You know? Well, and, I mean, it went in a lake. Is where yes. It but it's like they never found the rest of her body. They don't know her name, or they did find out her name. She worked in a bank. They're like she was last seen at her job at Chase Bank. It's like, yeah, but they never come found on, out, man. Like, Someone was decapitated. We gotta solve this. She, yeah, because they put the rest of her. And she wasn't from the neighborhood or anything like that, you know. Um, Wait, was she from Chicago? She's from Chicago. I think she was from the south suburbs actually. And they were like, yeah, she was last seen uh, talking to like a man of of Latin. Heritage. Oh, in McKinley Park? Yeah, I know. Well, no, in, in, sorry, the chase in front of, oh. uh, in, on Dearborn in downtown, right? Oh. The big one? Yeah. And they were like, yeah, he, she was talking to this Latino guy, and then her head ends up in a lake. Okay, I'm kind of In like, a Latino neighborhood. I'm not saying he did it, but weird coincidence. Oh, what's this? Yeah, D12, my it. band. Uh, I don't. We don't need that. Oh wow! All right, my I, I wanna. I wanna wrap up our serial killer conversation. Sure, sure. The fact that I'm super befuddled that the reward is only eighteen thousand. If you could find this guy, that's it. For huh. info. Well, it's only two guys, and one's an old Jew. Like, come on. Yeah, come on. Eighteen thousand. That's where. That's it. One less Orthodox. Jew, I don't know how much know? is it. How much is it per person? I would say like ten thousand per person, right? Yeah. But it was like two super violent acts that scared <laughs> everyone in two days because the picture of him is frightening. Oh my god, dude! It, you know that picture? How it came, it came from Loyola University? Do you mean so that, that? Really? How fucking scary must it be to go to Loyola right now? Oh, I would. No, I wouldn't go. Yeah, exactly. I would just go home. I'd go back to wherever me? I came from. Are no. you kidding me? Absolutely not. Uh, but also, I wouldn't go to Loyola because I'm not a freaking nerd. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> Jerks, I don't like them. Are you doing twists too? Does your back hurt too? Yeah, well, Mine's yeah. Mine's always popping. I've done it like oh. four times Dude, like, I, while we're here. I crack my back all day, every day. People think there's something wrong with me. There probably is. I don't know. Oh, at yoga today? Oh, holy shit! I hope the mic caught that. It's <laughs> gnarly. Oh, I was gonna say at yoga today we did that thing. You know when you like spread your legs open? Oh yeah, little little child's pose, but the one where you're on the right. back. Yeah. So this lady next to me just farted. <laughs> And then she kept farting. Like, it kept going. It. it kept going. She was yeah. like, and she looked at me. She's like, "Sorry." And it's like, "You're still farting." <laughs> I'm 
but like I'm sure it can't. You can't stop it. Your sphincter is fully open. I know, but like, point. okay, well, well, close your butt now. Do you know what I mean? Like, close your legs. Close stop farting. Your butt. Just. It's just gonna she's come just got her legs She's shooting like like she's a fart gun. Do you know what I mean? Like she was made to shoot farts. She cocked back. Yeah. Yeah. She, she was loving it. I, uh, I I get the queefers whenever I go. I feel like it's like a. Mm-hmm. I'll sometimes go to my friends like prenatal or postnatal. Oh, Mary used to do that. Uh, I did. Yeah, I I did prenatal yoga. Where at? Um, in like Ravenswood, Albany Park area. Shit, what was it called? Who gives a shit? I don't remember. I don't know. Babyyoga.com. Damn, that was aggressive. That was an aggressive, I think. I don't know. I'm kidding. I'm just fucking around. Uh, um, no, no, no. Say what you guys said. Go ahead. I don't know. I'm reading about this, like, serial killer algorithm. I'm, I'm all fucked up now. I'm scared. Yeah, I'm terrified. Let's move to Skokie. Yeah. All right. We're yeah, all moving to Skokie. Yeah, there's nothing that ever happens in Skokie. That's true. The Nazis march. Yeah, there's... Oh, yeah, that's yeah, right. Yeah, there's a movie. Yeah, obvious. I forgot about that. But you're really close to King Spa. That's true. Oh, I fucking love King Spa, man. Yeah, me too. So much. Yeah. I feel like I tell people about it all the time, and they're surprised. They're like, oh, what is this magical place? Yeah. Oh, we should take Darcy. My, like... So one of my best childhood friends is going to be living with us for a month. And um, I, she's doing like a rotation at like a hospital here. Um, she should be here like for a whole month. And um, I don't know what we're going to do to like entertain her. A King Spa. King Spa has got to be, I think. You can it. just like letter list. Like if you go to the library, you can check out those passes to like the field museum and stuff like that. And just be like, I didn't you, even know that. Yeah, that's all free. Or we, you can call your alderman and be like, hey, do you have the pass? Because every alderman has a couple of passes for every museum. Wait, For what? free. Is that what aldermen do? They just hold on to passes? Yeah. And then, uh. Oh, real quick. Like, this is about to end. What is this? Uh. Pambuca? Pernambuco? Pernambuco. By Louise Bonfa? Yeah. All right, that sounds Brazilian. All right, so. Yeah, I really like Brazilian jazz. I, Brazil's got some sick music that. Right? I gotta give it more. That's what Action Bronson's into. All right, we should go out on this, though. Yeah. Because this is definitely a good ending song. Very good ending song. This is like what I thought was. So, I just want you guys to know that serial killers are pretty much dudes. It's terrible. No, that's not, there's, been, there's been two, two women serial killers. Alright, fair enough. Um, Maybe more. The future's female, you know? There'll be plenty of serial killers. <laughs> alright, alright. Our um, daughter, maybe. No, Dave, stop. Take it back. Hey, no. rate review the podcast. Yeah, rate review. Uh, so five star review, or I'm going to turn my daughter into a serial killer. No, shut the fuck up. Find us on Facebook. Find us on Instagram. Find Meredith Ketchel all over the world. What's your Twitter handle? Meredith Ketchel. Everything is Meredith. Meredith Ketchel. Meredith Ketchel. Meredith Ketchel. Go to Chicago Underground Comedy every Tuesday at the Beat Kitchen. It's a epic show of epic proportions here in the city. And Late Late Breakfast is that every first Saturday? At the hideout, there's pancakes. If you want to become the pancake maker, you can be the pancake maker unless you're a serial killer. Get the fuck out of Dude, here. What if the serial killer walked in and he was like, let me do the pancake? Oh my god, when's the next Late Late Breakfast? I want to play the Rogers. Oh man, I hope they don't catch up. No, no, bad taste. Anyway. 
I just walk in and just walk up to someone behind there. No, not that part. Mine is that part. But I can't do it outside. so fun. Somebody will, like, shoot you, though, if you dress that way outside right now. No, I would shoot you. Jesus. You don't have a gun. I would shoot you with my anger. All right. Have a great night. Have a great day. Have a great morning. Goodbye. This show has been brought to you by Machine Culture.